Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the MLK Day edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined along with my buddy Ren Pack as we break down the four-game main slate on DraftKings and FanDuel. There are slates going on all day. You have an early slate, you have showdown slates, you have slates on slates. It's just going to be crazy tomorrow with all of the NBA action. But Ren Pack, what are you looking forward to the most? I'm looking forward to the uh, studs that we have on that main slate. Giannis, Luka, KD, Harden, Curry, Kyrie... LeBron and AD, that's a star-studded main slate that we get to deal with on this MLK holiday, and I'm stoked to talk about it. Dude, it's going to be crazy. I mean, uh, a lot of people didn't see the Saturday game because you had the NFL going on for that. For the for Brooklyn, uh, James Harden had a little, he had a decent premiere, I would say. Uh, looked a little bit more interested than he looked, uh, I don't know, for the last month with Houston. So uh, I'm excited to see Brooklyn. I'm excited to see how, how the usage and everything's going to break down with all three of the stars possibly back as long as Kyrie gets through all the protocol stuff tomorrow. But uh, let's just get right to it. So we go position by position on this, uh, and we start at point guard. Looking up at the top range on DraftKings, you've got Luka Doncic at $11,000. So 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, uh beginning to the slate. Uh, and so you've got two of those games going off, Milwaukee and Brooklyn and Dallas and Toronto. Luca faces faces Toronto sitting at 11K. Porzingis is back, starting to play some minutes, but uh, you're still looking at a guy who's averaging 60 DraftKings points per game. So uh, pretty good spend-up option if you can afford it. James Harden, 10,800 with Milwaukee and Brooklyn. Tough matchup in general for this Brooklyn team for their first game out of the gate. Um, but look at all the top-tier options that you have in that game with Harden, Kyrie, Durant, it's just it's going to be absolutely bonkers. Uh, Steph Curry at ninety eight hundred in the late night hammer. Uh, just talk to me a little bit about this top tier of ridiculous point guards. So Luca's coming off a eighty seven and a half point fantasy game against Chicago earlier today. He was absolutely sensational. He had near fifty fantasy points at halftime. Luca comes in at eleven two on Fanduel, eleven k on DK. He's going to be, I think, kind of low owned uh, in the sense because people are going to be excited to play a 10-8 James Harden where James Harden put up his own 79.5-point fantasy game against the Magic in his Nets debut. It's kind of ridiculous. Just like throwing out these massively high number fantasy outings is crazy. It's like we know these guys' upside. Their price tag is reflexive. You can make a case Luka might be a little too cheap now at 11K and 11-2 respectively. But I'm very excited to take on Steph Curry. 
uh, at 9,800 on both sites. And the only thing that I'm really concerned about is this matchup against the Lakers, where I think they might be able to limit him. The Lakers have just done a great job defensively, pretty much dating back to last year, and like they have continued that into this year. $9,800 Steph Curry. It seems like a nice savings option for sure. LeBron James has uh, point guard eligibility and small court eligibility, 9,700. His upside is obviously a triple-double upside. Granted, he's questionable. Uh, just another day in LeBron James's uh, <laughs> NBA injury report. And Kyrie Irving, 9,100. I think he's going to be pretty low on. I think people are, are going to have their own personal reasons to not to play him after he was away for his own personal reasons. But excited to see him back on the court and excited to see all how all three of these guys can mesh together with one basketball. How do you feel about Kyrie's return to uh, the Nets and his matchup against Milwaukee? I mean, 9,100 is a big number. I I don't know. I, is it something if you take like a week, week and a half off because you went to your sister's birthday party and, and screwed around and didn't wear a mask and did whatever, you come back? It's not like he's going to be out of shape and it's not like he's uh, going to have any kind of an issue or has something that's like ailing him. So like, but 9,100 compared to some of those other top tier guys who have unimpeded uh, usage, uh, they don't have to share the ball with two other studs, uh, specifically two other studs who have played basketball together before. Uh, I don't know. Kyrie feels like kind of an odd man out for me, which is a strange thing to say uh, for for Kyrie, which I, I, I bet the ownership is still there because people are excited to play Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets. But uh, Kyrie might not be like at the top of my priority list, even though he is a discount from Curry and a big discount from Doncic and Harden over at the point guard position on DraftKings. Uh, over on FanDuel, as I'm kind of like skimming down here, you've got John Wall that's still going to be out. Uh, but Kobe White is up to 7,500 against Houston. Uh, he came off of an absolute dud against Dallas, where I don't think he scored a point. Uh, I think he played 25 minutes and had zero Zero points. Yeah, there we go. That did get confirmed. Confirmed that happened. It wasn't a dream. So uh, 7,500, I doubt a lot of people go there, especially when he's $100 more than than Kyle Lowry. But I weirdly kind of like that for tournaments on FanDuel on a four-game slate. He's just somebody that can can definitely get, get hot and get it rolling, and I don't think the ownership will be there. And working our way down through this middle range, I mean, it's it is so top heavy on FanDuel for for point guard. Drew Holiday is at seventy six hundred against Brooklyn, uh, but that is that's a lot to be paying for for him compared to seventy four hundred Kyle Lowry. Uh, Trey Burke at forty three hundred, who's been in the starting lineup here, uh, has played a lot of big minutes, just hasn't necessarily put up the fantasy production yet to to follow. Is there anybody else in this mid range you're looking at? No, I, I think we should definitely be concerned Kobe White against a pretty. Uh... Willful Houston defense. No, I don't have to worry about John Wall there. I think Kobe White can really uh, handle his own in that Chicago backcourt. He was obviously not good against Dallas earlier today. I think he'll be a fine bounce back candidate for sure. I think Drew Holiday seems like a fine GPP play. I think he's going to not have, take on too much ownership. So I think those two guys seem like just pure GPP plays and where you kind of want to go balanced approach where I think we'll be looking for value with the amount of studs we have. In terms of pay down options, it's tough, man. I, I really don't see anyone that really stands out to me right now, especially with like a lot of teams are like pretty much fully on deck outside of Houston. Everyone, for the most part, seems pretty healthy, and Dallas is slowly getting healthier with obviously the return to uh, Porzingis, and they have some questionable guys for tomorrow. I expect Brunson to be back. I believe he was real probable. Mm-hmm. So a lot of teams are healthy on this, on this slate where there might be some late news to take advantage of. Just monitor the whole situation that we've been presented with. 
outside of that, man, I, there's no one really else that sticks out to me to pay down for. I'm going to be looking to pay up in the guard position, especially tomorrow. I 100% agree with you. Uh, it's just there's so many guys that can go for 50, 60 tomorrow up in that top range. And some of them that aren't even like that high, like Kobe White, Kyle, uh, Kyle Lowry, both of them on, on FanDuel, 75, 7,400. Like you don't have to pay top dollar to have somebody with 45, 50 point upside there either. So uh, we'll move on over to short shooting guard. But before we do, uh, definitely hit that subscribe button, hit the hit the like button and click the notification bell down there if you're watching on YouTube. So you know when this and all the other content goes live here at Awesome uh also one other thing that i wanted to say uh if you are listening to us over on the apple podcast network or if you have access to that uh just leave us a five-star review let us know what you like about the podcast uh if there's something we can do better just let us know uh we're just trying to make the best material we can try to make it as prevalent as possible i know that these slates have just been crazy 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 with news and things are always changing but we're trying to just give you guys a, a quick insight something to be ready to go uh going into the slate tomorrow because there are so much basketball going on you're gonna have so many notifications but if we can kind of like simplify that for you guys that's that's really what we're aiming to do so uh let us know if you enjoy us and if you do uh leave us leave us one of those good reviews over there on apple uh moving on over to shooting guard sitting at the top end on FanDuel, james harden's 10-3 little bit of a discount considering you look at his box score and again I I had the NFL game on in one corner and I had the Brooklyn game on in the other one and I can't tell you it was like watching two different people I mean James Harden whether he was wearing like eight layers in in Houston and then goes to New York and is like wearing maybe a compression fit something he did look lighter he did look ridiculous I don't think nearly as much as that picture indicated but man 32 14 and 12 is a pretty decent little line for a triple double debut I believe the first in a long time for for a triple double in a debut and for sure with 30 points plus uh so 73.4 on FanDuel is something I'm I'm definitely looking at getting in in terms of the Brooklyn guys I think he's probably my priority um for the most part on DraftKings and then Kevin Durant possibly just because he fills small forward on FanDuel uh, but 10-3 on FanDuel Zach Levine 9300 who has been setting the world on fire until today in Dallas where he just kind of looked off he had 10 and 10 uh no rebounds so like interesting 9300 he's he's on a back-to-back but Houston that'll set you right real quick however Victor Oladipo is set to make his Rockets debut he's 7500 he is not available in the player pool on DraftKings he is only going to be playable over on FanDuel which weirdly makes me think that his ownership might be spiked a little bit over on 7500 for people who just like get excited and want to play him in his debut uh what do you think about Oladipo Harden and all the guys up top yeah, you're definitely going to like James Harden against Milwaukee. Harden, in, historically against Milwaukee, has only put up north of 60 fantasy points once, I believe, in the last few years. Uh, so his he's not done the greatest against uh, Milwaukee, but at 10-3, you're looking for maybe north of 50 fantasy points. We clearly saw his upside, but Kyrie's going to be back, so I don't expect his usage to be all that great as it was last time out potentially. It's going to be really interesting to see what Steve Nash does and how he staggers these three mega stars uh, on the court. And when uh, he chooses to put uh, KD and Harden together, KD and Kyrie or Harden and KD together, man, what a good problem to have if you're Steve Nash. Uh, uh, Zach Levine, 9,300. They somehow won the game today against Dallas with Kobe White and Zach Levine just struggling all like, like mightily. So $9,300 Zach Levine against Houston. Yeah definitely sign me up he is someone who is uh, taking his game to the next level as we've seen 
There was a stretch where he scored north of 30 real life points, four straight games in a row, and which ended uh, the other day. I can see him easily doing uh, going north of 30 real life points again and putting putting up some other peripherals. 9,300 makes for a fine thousand uh, dollars savings off of James Harden. I think we sh- we can definitely consider a seventy five hundred dollar Victor Oladipo. I think he should be good to go. He he was playing north of thirty mid thirty minutes um, before he got traded in Indiana. They're going to expect him to do that again in Houston. So we should definitely consider him. In terms of spending down, some uh, interesting value to consider uh, in the uh, Milwaukee Brooklyn game. DiVincenzo has uh, been playing mid twenty minutes. Uh, I think we can definitely consider him as a like, cheap value option over there on FanDuel. On DraftKings, where we got Levine at 9,500, who's only shooting guard eligible. Yeah, I think he's okay, but I prefer that $9,300 FanDuel price tag better than uh, than I do on DK. Other options to consider, $5,800 Joe Harris seems a little too expensive for me now. I mean, yep. he's going to get a ton of open shots. Maybe he gets like the Duncan Robinson just like lights it up from three the rest of the way where he averages, I don't know, five made threes a game. That's a lot. But $5,800 price tag is quite a bit for me right now. I think outside of that, it's tough. Uh, it's just the stars highlight this means like quite a bit. So so I have a guy that I've kind of picked out because you are going to have some. And I'm curious, again, we have no idea what this ownership is going to be on some of these value guys. But there are so many studs to pay up for and you got to find some cheapies. A guy mm-hmm. I have targeted is Wes Awundu from Dallas. He's 3500 on on FanDuel, uh, sitting all the way down there at the bottom. Uh, you've got Tim Hardaway Jr., who didn't play today. He's questionable tomorrow with a groin injury. Uh, you've already got DFS. You've got some of those other Mavs that are kind of just like, uh, I don't I don't think that they're going to be back. Dorian Finney-Smith still has the O tag next to him. Uh, so I think he's going to be out against Toronto as well still tomorrow. And so as long as Tim Hardaway Jr. doesn't go, uh, Wes Awundu played 30 minutes today against the Bulls. And I was trying to do a little bit of diving because I knew there were a lot of these teams that were on back-to-backs. Uh, I know he didn't put up a great stat line. He had nine points, three rebounds, and an assist in 30 minutes. But they're going to need somebody to fill in those minutes at shooting guard and small forward. And, and he's a guy who can kind of play bigger. Uh, maybe he could bring a little bit of a steal upside in there too. He's kind of been able to sneak those back in the day with Orlando and such. So I know it sounds disgusting. That's kind of a gross one for you, but 3,500, it's hard to find a lot of guys who are going to play 30, 32 minutes uh, at that price tag. No, I think that's uh, that's where like the nature of the slate is kind of headed to. And now I think where we can, we just kind of avoid playing Minesweeper with the value options. Mm-hmm. I think we can definitely find a way to get there with these studs yeah man but you're going to be really unique if you go full-on balance bill tomorrow uh maybe that's the way to go if that ownership's going to lead its way to that build there's definitely some options there mm-hmm. where you can pick and choose like okay can like a, a guy price in the five or five k to seven k range can get me 40 if you have three or four of those guys that's how you kind of jump the studs and if the mm-hmm. studs really fail that's one way of getting to the top of the leaderboard, but that's asking for a lot when there's so many studs on the slate. You're also going to need to make sure that your value isn't complete and utter garbage. So uh, we'll see on a four-game slate, though. And on a four-game slate, you're with this many studs, you, it's hard to imagine that between Giannis, Luka, Durant, Harden, Curry, 
who else? You have Wood uh, by himself now in Houston. Like between all of these dudes, it's hard to imagine somebody isn't going for a big stat line. But you can have one of them in the midst of a bunch of balanced builds, and that it, that can work out well in your favor as well. So not complete stars and scrubs, but uh, you have the opportunity to do that. It, it just depends on some of this news that breaks. But Wes is a guy that if I'm trying to jam in some studs, 30 minutes at 3500 on Fanduel. Uh, I didn't see what is this tag over on on DraftKings. It's 3300. So uh, right near the min, somebody that can really help you out if you absolutely need to be finding the value. Uh, anything else here at Shooting Guard? No, I think we should hop on over to the small forward position. Cool. Before we do, NBA packages are starting at $4.95 per week. Uh, you go to Osmo.com slash join NBA. That's Osmo.com slash join NBA. Uh, we have packages available for a multitude of price ranges uh, with a number of features, but projections, huh, they've been pretty spot on lately. I've, I've been pretty happy with a lot of my builds lately. Uh, so, and, and I haven't really been tweaking too much of them, especially on the weekend with the, uh, with the NFL slates. Uh, we'll see how everything works out with Zubach here with the late news, but uh, it's, it's definitely a huge perk to be in there. Also, uh, I believe that News God is going to be switching over to the Osimo uh, underscore NBA handle. Is that correct, Rinpak? It is actually at Osimo NBA. At Osimo NBA. Okay, I just wanted to double check with you. It seemed like a... I should probably ask the guy who knows better than I do. So at Osimo NBA. Uh, check that for all of the news as it's going to be coming up. Uh, it'll be getting updated on the minute. <laughs> There's no better place to, to turn on your notifications and just be... Be alerted to late scratches and changes in lineups uh, as soon as possible. So, uh, does that kind of cover that, Rinpak? That should, yeah. To just you'll get a bunch of content over there, a bunch of news, just helping your you and your DFS process improve. Amazing. Well, let's keep improving on uh, on the way to small forward here. Uh, we got Kevin Durant at ten five on FanDuel. LeBron James at ninety five hundred. It's kind of interesting. Like I'm starting to see a little bit of these tags. So he's ninety five hundred on FanDuel and ninety five uh, ninety seven hundred on DraftKings. So you're starting to see those prices come down as the Lakers just continue to blow people out. Uh, you're seeing a little bit of these price decreases kind of kick in to make them a little bit more interesting if Golden State can stay in a game as as a potential run back with Curry. Um, because if Curry's going off, they, it probably means that they kept the game pretty close. So one of those studs could too, especially on the MLK narrative day. I, I got to feel pretty good about that. Uh, moving our way down, Chris Middleton's 8K over on, on DraftKings, somebody that is has been in good form through and through. Uh, Pascal Siakam at 8,200 over on FanDuel. I believe he's still power forward uh, center over on DraftKings, so we'll get to him over there. But 8,200 on FanDuel. And OG Ananobi, who 5,800, uh, just had, had has like three straight of 30-plus on FanDuel, is starting to be a guy that you can rely on for consistent production, which I've never really felt about him because it always seems like it's the floor or 55 with him. Uh, But now we've got a little bit of balance going with him. Talk to me about this small forward range on both sides. Obviously, KD and LeBron James seems like a great place to start off on FanDuel. I like the $1,000 savings on LeBron James over there. I think that's a $9,500 LeBron James is... Pretty uh, pretty appealing. It's you know, one of their cheaper price tags you'll see in a long, long time uh, for LeBron James. So I'm going to like that and buying low on LeBron, I guess, $9,500. I think we can definitely consider a Siakam or OG. OG is really uh, taking strides of his game to the next level. Obviously, we know he's an above average, uh, almost elite defender, I want to say, at times. But once he's uh, OG starts taking double-digit shot attempts for Toronto, 
maybe Kyle Lowry is starting to take more of a backseat role as he gets a little bit older, but OG is definitely someone we can definitely look into at uh, $5,800. We should definitely be considering that. I think Kelly Oubre against the Lakers is an option where I'm not that interested in, but maybe just because on FanDuel where you have the roster too, we need to definitely uh, keep keep in mind of Oubre, what he can do with his upside, of his three-start falling, if he starts picking up those peripheral stats and whatnot. Other option to definitely consider is a Joe Harris at 4500 Now, compared to his DraftKings price at $5,800, $4,500 seems much more viable to me on FanDuel. Over there on DraftKings, I think we can definitely consider, obviously, LeBron, 9700 That uh, makes for a fine option. Not that interested in a $6,600 Wiggins against the Lakers. Other options to definitely keep in mind of over there in DK, Garrett Temple is someone who was – very hyper-efficient in his shooting performance. He went 9-15 today against yep. Dallas. And Norman Powell was extremely hot off the bench last time. He played 28 minutes last time. And if he's going to come off the bench and play 28 minutes again, I can definitely think uh, of taking some shots at $4,800 uh, Norman Powell for sure. Yeah, Do you I like, think uh, oh, Charlotte, uh, Jeff Green okay. at small four makes for an interesting play? Yeah, I, I kind of was looking around there too. You you kind of took the guy from me, Garrett Temple, thirty eight hundred. A lot of interest over on on Fanduel there, uh, sitting over on DraftKings. You know, small forward. It's it's just kind of gross for the most part. I mean, some of these guys are. There's going to be a couple that pop, but like, good luck figuring out some of them. Uh, for me, I think the Wessa Woundu, thirty three hundred over on DraftKings still looks pretty good to get rid of that small forward position if you aren't paying up for a stud there. Um, but otherwise, it's just kind of like Durant, Pascal, Chris Middleton. Uh, and then you've got just like such garbage sitting down there in that bottom end. But yeah, Ubre, I don't mind 5,400. Um, you know, he's, he's flashed a little bit of upside. Not not a lot of fourth quarter run. Uh, you get in those crunch time minutes, and it seems like Steve Nat, or sorry, Steve Curry has been kind of pulling the trigger on him, uh, getting him off the floor. So uh, that doesn't feel great. Um but yeah, forty five hundred Joe Harris is probably if you had to punt on FanDuel, my my favorite guy to go look at down there, uh, especially because I'm going to get my exposure to him there as opposed to fifty eight hundred over on DraftKings, where I think he's borderline unplayable. So um, anybody else here at small forward for you? Anyone else on small forward? Uh, on DK, <laughs> you, we do have your boy Wesa Windu. Can I classify him as your boy? I did say my boy. Yeah, yeah. I did call him again. I said thirty three hundred. God, this is this is now the whistle wound show, and now he's going to go out and he's not going to even play tomorrow. He's going to DNP CD because of this. So that's going to feel great. I'm going to enjoy that. But again, he's got to play minutes. Tim Hardaway Jr. and DFS out. Um, the Dorian Finney Smith for those who don't know. Uh, I'm going to have some. It's awful to say, but. So be it. Rip me. Anybody else? <laughs> no, no one else sticks out. Obviously, just seems like a position where news could change everything, just like any other position. Yeah, at the drop of a hat and instantly. Uh, last thing that I wanted to throw in before we get to power forward, and then we'll hustle out with center on the way out. We have had a bunch of listener leagues here and there. We've had some people kind of filling it out. We haven't brought it to people's attention. We've just been putting it there in the bottom bar. Uh, but definitely join it. We're going to we're gonna have it set up for the main slate again tomorrow. It'll be a $2 uh, 20-man league. So uh, just one entry, single entry for it. Uh, but we've had a couple of listener league winners I wanted to rattle off. We've had Soda Kid 80 who's had a couple banks. Uh, Grand 
5.15 and Sweet William 1. Uh, if I missed anybody, I am so, so sorry. But uh, we're going to try to get the Listener League going again here for starting starting this week. Uh, I'll make sure that I drop in some winners. But uh, the slate isn't always done by the time we record. And so it's it's tough to like say who the winner is coming off of it. But I'm going to try to be better and more accountable to myself to make sure that I drop it in for the good people who join our Listener League. But let's try to fill that thing tomorrow. Four-game slate, a uh, little, little easy riding, hopefully, for tomorrow. So join in two bucks and uh we'll pay out top five so uh just join us for that anyway going on to power forward uh sitting at the top end on FanDuel. uh we'll go over there Giannis 11-3 against brooklyn in a game that's going to be flying yeah let's let's i mean what a what an amazing primetime thing that'll be to watch milwaukee and brooklyn uh i just i can't even function him and durant uh in the same game it's just going to be two unicorns just playing basketball. I'm mean, so excited. And then that's not even bringing in James Harden and Kyrie into the equation. It's just going to be ridiculous. Christian Woods tag is 9,800, which is just like, whoa. But then you take into account that he's gone for 50 plus back-to-back games. Somebody that I have a lot of interest in, even at 9,800. I mean, he's kind of been in the year-long community. If you picked up Christian Wood, you picked up a goodie coming into this year. You got a steal. So uh, somebody that I'll have some interest in. And then Anthony Davis with the depressed 9500 on on FanDuel and $9,300 price tag gives you a little bit of a discount from those top-end guys. And it's Anthony Davis. He's going to go off one day for you, Ren Pack. Uh, talk to me about these guys up top. Man, Anthony Davis was... Uh... In one of the one of the lineups that I needed him to pick up an extra few blocks, and it would have been a nice uh, takedown the other night, but he just didn't get the extra couple points that I needed. But ninety three hundred dollars, Anthony Davis. I'm going to be going back to him yet again against a front court against Golden State, where I think Anthony Davis should dominate uh, as he should in any matchup. I feel like, but ninety three hundred dollars, Anthony Davis. Like I've said before in other Slate Starter podcasts, he could be the highest scoring player on the slate. I think we need to definitely consider 10-1 KD, 10-4 Giannis. I prefer the 10-4 Giannis than I do the 10-1 KD, but maybe the ownership is uh, is drastically different enough where pivoting down to KD makes sense. Uh, Christian Wood, 9,800 against Chicago. Yeah, I I think we can definitely pay up for that. I know 9,800, people are going to get some sticker shock looking at Christian Wood's price tag. But 9,800, he deserves it, and he has played well against Chicago as he was in Detroit, and they faced off a handful of times in the division last year. And a uh, 8,100 Chris Boucher, uh, let's ride. I think he's the leading six-man of the year candidate. Oh, man. And uh, Toronto, Toronto just doesn't give him they, – they don't start the game with him, mm-hmm. but they start the second half with him, and Boucher is just – and phenomenal. So, he's getting- so his price tag is is seventy one hundred over on on DraftKings. Basically, if there's one thing you take from me before before I let you pick back up, uh, flip like look at Porzingis on FanDuel sixty nine hundred. Absolutely love on FanDuel. He's starting to get those minutes into the mid thirties. Uh, I'm curious if he's going to be going on a back to back. That's something we haven't seen. So I want to at least put it out there that Kristaps Porzingis could definitely be sitting tomorrow, which could open up a, a, some some Dallas value. And that's just me speculating. But like otherwise, I do like his his price tag quite a bit. I'm just curious how they're going to be monitoring him. But then he's 8200 and kind of out of play for me on DraftKings. Whereas Boucher, who's tougher to get to at the 8100 tag on on FanDuel, he's 7100 on on DraftKings. So like, you know, normally I'm looking at 
you know, flip-flopping them because I like to play the ownership game where if Boucher is going to be low-owned at 8,200 or 8,100, I would want more there. But like 7,100 is just so much more gettable on this slate specifically. So I definitely want my exposure on DraftKings. So continue on. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd be actually shocked if Porzingis plays. It is a back-to-back, but you never know. Maybe he's good to go, especially if he's playing mid-30s minutes. Maybe they gave him a few extra bit of run knowing it was a back-to-back and he wasn't going to play. But keep that in mind. If Porzingis doesn't play, we should uh, consider some of the other front court options in Dallas. James Laurie Johnson. Markinen, <laughs> Markinen 6,700. Whoa. Uh, I mean, we haven't had a chance to play Markinen much because Chicago was out with the uh, health protocol um, issues uh, within their team. So $6,700 Markinen on DK. Man, that seems kind of expensive for me. 6100 on FanDuel. That seems expensive as well. Uh that's a tough price tag, but it is a good matchup against Houston. We saw him put up 47 fantasy points against Dallas today. Shot the ball well, picked up a double-double and rebound. So maybe we go to Larry Market in, um, at 6,100, depending on what other options we can consider over there. Any interest in this going all the way down to a $4,100 P.J. Tucker or a 4K Jeff Green on FanDuel? Ooh, yeah, those are those will probably be passes. I mean, for me, I think James Johnson at 4,700 is in play, even if Porzingis is there, like if they were to maybe limit his minutes, because you've got Maxi Kleba that's going to be out still. So you've got him out. You've got Dorian Fitty smith who could affect some of those minutes, and James Johnson could kind of like play a smaller four, I guess. Um, so so somebody at 4,700 on, on FanDuel, then I'm specifically going to have a lot of interest. Over on DraftKings, uh, as I'm kind of like going down there, he's 5K, so not not as good, but still very much in play, uh, especially if you see Porzingis sit. So just something that I wanted to put in the people's ears uh, just in case it's there. P.J. Tucker, 4,100. We kind of, I, I I don't know. He hasn't burned me at any point. I, I doubt he will burn me at any point. I've, I've, I've yet to be burned by P.J. Tucker this year, so I feel pretty good to continue to just not be there for it. It's just so hard to imagine him having tournament winning upside, even at 4,100, unless he were to just make like five or six corner threes, which is kind of his specialty. But without James Harden there, it's hard to imagine a lot of people penetrating and kicking it to him where he's going to get those open looks and make it make it easy on himself. You know, Christian Wood is going to be playing a little bit more in and out uh, as opposed to Harden, who could penetrate and kick. So that's that's kind of my thoughts there. Jeff Green, 4K, don't mind it continuing to um, I mean, that starting lineup should be interesting for the most part. Uh, looking at those three names, I mean, you got to think that he's going to be the one who plays alongside and not Bruce Brown, correct? So for the Nets starting lineup? Mm-hmm. So they're obviously going to go Kyrie, Harden, KD, DeAndre mm-hmm. Jordan. Yep. And so who's the uh, who's the fifth? You can make a case it's Joe Harris. Oh, that's start. true. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man, but you just got nobody coming off that bench now, which is the crazy thing. I mean, maybe you let the starters go for like four minutes and then you stagger them the rest of that game. I know that we keep talking about Brooklyn, but it's just so fun to think about how this is going to look and what it's going to be. And it could end up really ugly really quick. I would love that if everybody's playing low uh, or sorry, if everybody's getting lower usage than they're used to. I could see Kyrie being the problem, but that's just speculation. Just saying. Are you uh, basing off any past history or in recent? Yeah, no, events? he's normal. He's you know he's such an even keel person that I can't imagine him possibly doing anything else. And with that, we're going to roll over to center. You got anything else at power forward? 
No, uh, I think centered it, center it is. Yeah, beautiful. Let's round it out. Sitting at the top end, you've got Giannis, Durant, and Davis that all are center eligible over on DraftKings. Uh, and then Christian Wood is your first listed center at 8,900. So uh, he's only pure center there, which is great. Wendell Carter Jr., 6,500. Uh, not really feeling it. I mean, he continues to put up like those mid-30s games. Uh, he had the one bad game against the Clippers, but like otherwise just somebody that... You know, it's hard to imagine him getting on top of it with Laurie back. Uh, it's just kind of kills his rebounding percentage a little bit. So uh, probably a pass for me there. Uh, over on FanDuel at center you know, at the top end, um, man, is it seriously Wendell Carter Jr. who's the highest, most expensive player at 5,900? Am I looking at that correctly? Is that a thing? Yeah. And oh, my was, gosh. And he was great today in the, in the game before that, so... Carter Jr. has come back from a little week-long absence and put up 39 and 37 FanDuel points respectively. I think he should definitely be in play against Houston at (sighs) $5,900. And on FanDuel, where you need to get center right, he could be the highest-scoring center on the slate by more than 10 points. Honestly, I did most of my prep. I know it sounds like maybe I'm favoring FanDuel. I mainly start with them because it's position by position, and then I I basically start all my research on DraftKings first because I like – Looking at that from a from a macro level, it just kind of works out a little bit easier. I didn't see that the most expensive center is fifty nine hundred coming back over here. This is unbelievable. Why don't they have powerful like? Oh, just move Christian Wood to center. Move some like high spend options there just to mix it up. But all right, guess we're just punting center by default tomorrow. Uh, talk to me about this mid range and you know DeAndre Jordan forty five hundred, Wiseman forty four hundred on on FanDuel. Who are you looking at? No, I think we can uh, definitely consider DeAndre Jordan. And he's obviously not going to get much usage at all, but maybe he can get a little bunch, a handful of lobs and a, a cheap double double potentially at 4,800. I think we can definitely consider a $5,200 Draymond Green if he's going to get around 30 minutes. It's a tough Lakers matchup, but Draymond has triple double upside. On DK, $7,100 Boucher, who has center eligibility. Christian Wood has center eligibility at 8900 Those should be definitely my, a couple of my favorite uh, center options. I don't mind going to Montrez Harrell, especially on Fando, where you have such limited options. I think uh, Arrow's going to have a game where he puts up 25, uh, gets 25 minutes and puts up like north of 40 fantasy points if he gets a little going. Why not against this Golden State Warriors um, front court? Other options to definitely uh, keep in mind of is a – $5,100 Willie Cauley-Stein. He was impressive in the, against Charlotte and Milwaukee. Came down to earth against Chicago. We'll see how that works out against uh, Toronto tomorrow, but it's just a purely a price play and a limited options play over there in FanDuel. On DK, I think uh, Brooke Lopez makes for an interesting uh, tournament play where he gets the three-point bonus. And at $5,600, I don't think he'll be owned, what, owned much whatsoever. And he is um, cheaper than, obviously, Harold Cauley-Stein and Wendell Carter Jr. So I think uh, for a mid-tier, mid, mid, uh, mid-price mid option at center, Brooke Lopez is someone we could definitely consider. And uh, if you're trying to get crazy tomorrow, uh, if Marjanovic gets That's the guy. 15 minutes, you can put up 30 fantasy points because it's Boban. You're going to get that news, hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, before – the tip off because that is a 4:30 start time so we should have that news if Boban is announced starting oh man that ownership will be out of this world but i mean i doubt he'll start um even he won't start alongside Willie Cauley Stein but man if Kleba's out if if Porzingis were to some reason sit if, on the back to back which is 
I think more likely than not. Um, man, you're looking at Boban as somebody who can come in for 15 minutes and wreak havoc at the min. Uh, I believe he's, what is he over on? Yeah, he's 3,500 on DraftKings, which weirdly makes him me less interested there as opposed to just punting it on, on FanDuel at the at the complete min, uh, especially a spot where you can pick up blocks and, and get a couple... A uh, couple of those I'm seven six seven seven blocks uh, from from Boban, but uh, anybody else to round out the night? No, uh, just uh, watch all the Osmo.com programming throughout the day. Uh, tons and tons of NBA content. Hockey's up and rolling. Eric's been taking down some GPPs over there. So one, one, and we hope we can help you guys take down something big tomorrow on this MLK Day as well. Amazing. Well, with that, that's all we got for today. Uh, On the way out, if you could, just make sure that you do hit that thumbs up. Helps us greatly. Keeps the lights on. Uh, Hit the subscribe button, too. We're we're getting close to that 50K number. I think it's like 48.5 I saw today. I mean, that would just be so, so cool to hit that before the Super Bowl. So help us out with that if you enjoyed the football content, the NBA content this weekend. And with that, best of luck tomorrow. Uh, We'll see you later. Bye.